I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levin. My name is Angus. It sure is. And this week we are inside our second home, the uh, beloved the, sports bar on Broadway. What is the name here? It's the uh, 871. The 871 sports bar, sports bar and grill on uh, Broadway. You won't find it on any map, but your heart will lead you to it, is what I've always pitched it as. Yeah. yeah. You didn't even tell me the address. You were no, just like, you're you're there, you were already there before I gave you the address. Listen you're like, for the sports. I'm here. I am here. And uh, we're watching just directly in front of us. Uh, this is probably going to be the most distracting. Like, we used to w- record all episodes watching Entourage, Entourage, and that was pretty distracting. We're currently in front of us. It's a massive screen with a... Uh, professional professional poker, would you put it? Like, yeah. from Vegas or something? And there's a Vietnamese champion of poker called, um, like, Gio Nguyen, and he's wearing the coolest get-up I've ever seen. He looks like he is... A villain in The Hangover 2 set in Thailand yeah. <laughs> or somebody that would be in a, I want to say, I'm trying to think of the movie, an actor, but like a series, another, it's the same kind of ilk. Yeah. A, or, or, a cameo or, in a, like an American pie, the guys go to Thailand or something, you know, something like that, the guys go to Vietnam or something. Or someone that's like trying to be cool, but also trying to do Rocket Raccoon cosplay. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the the kids you went to school with that you made fun of, like, aren't you bummed now? Because, like, this guy's so cool looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got oh a rocket God, raccoon, like, starter cap on, and oh it's insane. It's real hot. Uh, so, uh, we'll you get know, a photo, actually. Yeah, so definitely can, get a photo um, of this boy. So we can post it. Everyone, make sure you tune in to uh, whatever this weird poker game is that's being yeah, screened. Sure oh, my holy shit, look at all that money. It's just piles of oh, money wow. on this yeah, thing. Yeah, this, this is actually the same as Entourage. You realize? There you go. There's a, oh, you just missed it. It'll it was come a beautiful up again. photo. He'll I'll come up. It. Anyway, the reason we're, we didn't come here to discuss uh, poker. We came here to discuss a little Marvel movie that just came out in cinemas last week. Another gamble, if you will. <laughs> that uh, movie is Doctor Strange, based off of uh, the Marvel character, Doctor Stephen name, Strange. Right? Um, the 14th No, no, film. his name is Doctor Weird in Dr. the comics. Weird, yes, yeah, sorry. So uh, straight away, I was caught off guard. Very Chris Nolan, dark and gritty. <laughs> People say strange these days. Did you used to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, no. There's a character in that called Doctor Weird. He used to introduce each, each of the early episodes and okay. the, the voice of that guy C. Martin Croker uh, died earlier in the year so R.I.P. R.I.P. Too soon it. Angus too soon uh, not soon enough he would have loved it he was a, he was a funny man <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, this is the 14th in the DC uh, no the MCU yeah, Jesus <laughs> uh, triggered <laughs> though look Maybe I feel maybe that was a Freudian slip. Maybe I feel so, I enjoyed it as much as a DC we're not going to beat around the bush here, guys. I thought this movie was fine. Angus said it was his least favorite Marvel movie. Least favorite, Mar- least favorite Marvel movie, at least from I think Incredible Hulk or Avengers Two. Mm-hmm. I yeah, but we'll get into reasons why. I just you. Look, we also have to say we saw it separately. Mm-hmm. You saw it at a press event for the movie where you get cool free shit and everyone's I got, excited. I got a Doctor Strange pop. Yep. Yeah, so you get very excited. <laughs> we get it, Angus. I'm the rich one. <laughs> You're the rich one. Um, I spent money to go see this in my own time. I wasn't invited. But you did have sex. But I rub it up. Uh, it was in 2D, and so maybe that had a bit to do with it. Oh, you stare on in 2D. Yeah, I don't like 3D. Oh man, but this is like the movie that. But it was a like, post-conversion I hated, 3D as well. Like, I oh, no, the, the effects are so sick. Yeah. The, um, like, well, I saw it in a like, I, I know I'm a 3D dad. I got a 3D you TV. Got a 3D, we get it. You're but rich. I, but like, I was, uh, I was, ma- I was big enough to, uh, to admit that Force Awakens 3D was shit. Yeah. But regular Force Awakens was the way to yeah, see that. Yeah. I, I, okay. Well, maybe mine deserves another rewatch, though. The, the was, effects, like, it, they, they, they look like they were made for a 3D movie. Okay. 
Like, yeah, I wasn't that wowed by the effects. I was like, really? I've seen it all before, but we'll like Inception five years I ago. It was so much. More, it was so different to Inception. Yeah, they were running on him. That was the only thing instead of standing. But it was like forever moving, and like things weren't just like randomly exploding. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I, I really didn't like it. The more I think about it, that's but so let's crazy. Get into it. So this like, is so this is actually similar to the conversation that inspired us to start Hey Fam. Yeah, I where think I was trying to convince you that Age of Ultron wasn't that bad, and you yeah. were, you were like. I just, you know, like I can look at these as comic book films, but I can't also not look at them as just films. And it's just as a film, like I would never watch this again under any circumstances. Yeah, I right. found it joyless. I found it like, I know Benedict Cumberbatch is a good actor. I've seen him in Sherlock. I've seen him in Star Trek Into Darkness. Like he's a great actor. I thought he was so miscast in this. He was Tony Stark light. Like Yeah, he, he was, was definitely Tony he Stark. He wasn't even rude, enjoyable. He was just, he didn't, his rudeness never landed, I found. Yeah. His cockiness never landed. Like so it was just before kind of, you launch into yeah, a we'll tirade of hatred. I, 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 hatred. I'm not it's saying that. Like I'm not saying that. I, I I think it was a great movie. Mm. I definitely think it was a really flawed movie. But and I think it was absolutely by the numbers. But I like those numbers, mm. and I'm fine watching that formula for the tiny little bits of flair that they put. I don't know. Maybe the fact it. I paid for it made a difference. Maybe I was just like, oh, here we go again. Well, I mean, like, I paid for it. I had to, like, not so much with money, but I had to do a, a podcast about do it. Do a podcast that, that I couldn't cre- include anything critical about. Yeah, okay. No, and, I, I get and it. talk to fans of the movie. But it was a, way, a lot easier to do this one that, than like, Suicide like said, Squad. You get, that, you get those pre-cum eyes after you see a movie, like, you know, after, no, you get those post-cum eyes after you see a free movie. That's no, like, post-cum is, is rubbish. Not for 30 seconds, at least after. <laughs> then it's like, then you look in the mirror, you accidentally catch a glimpse of yourself this is, like, this, is a, maybe this is a bit adults only hey fam but there's that like well hey you can't have a family without having a true. bit of <laughs> but uh, like you know and like on the, on the, on the, <laughs> on the way to, to come town you are which is what they call it you're the last one in, on the, in bus, the bed the bus driver and, and you're like oh man how many I'm, more stops you're like I'm going to have sex a hundred times after this <laughs> and then you do to, to and you're like I never want to have sex for at least a hundred years yeah and I hate myself and I can't believe that sex was in 2D Levin said 3D sex. That was the worst origin sex I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Man, where's Chris Nolan to reboot sex, make it dark and gritty? So I thought you would kind of enjoy Doctor Strange because it was similar in theme and kind of. I've already seen that movie. Batman Begins. I've already seen that movie. Much more expertly, less. Like, with no CG. So the theory. There is a theory going around that. Or maybe it is, like. Completely confirmed, but whoever, like David Goyer, who yeah. did work on Batman Begins, he wrote a script years ago for Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange and, and I think a bunch of elements came from that. Right. So uh, yeah, this is always going to be have similarities. It was always going to be, and I think then also when it was written, we weren't in such a, um, you know, trying to not suffocate in comic book films yeah. as well. Like it was maybe not even part of the MCU. Maybe it was, um, but we both saw it separately. Is what we want to get across. Should we dive in? This is going to be all about Doctor Strange, by the way. So if you haven't seen it, fuck off. Why are you listening to this podcast? There are lots of spoilers. Be I, more cutting edge. So, so wait, before we start, for those who haven't, before we start spoiling this motherfucker. Yeah. For those who are listening and haven't seen the movie yet, Angus, should they see it? Um, look, if you've come this far with the MCU, I say totally. I do think these films need to be seen on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of them on the big screen, I think. Yeah, no, I have, and it, I, 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 no, I saw, I didn't see the first Avenger, Captain America on the big screen. I missed that, but see them on the big screen, especially in three D by the sounds of things, um, or be friends with Levens and get invited to the premiere. <laughs> but no, maybe see. I don't know, but also like if you've got something better on that day, or you're not a fan of the comic, if you've never read the comic, I'd say gonna, your life will be fine. Like it, this doesn't really add anything to the existing MCU at all. Maybe down the road it will, but again, it's another. Ooh, it's an Infinity Stone. Well, we all, you know, it felt so Phase One to me. I was just like, oh. Well, I mean, at least we know that that the end of the stones is, yeah. is very very close. The MacGuffins, the MacGuffin yeah, yeah. War. When um, <laughs> the MacGuffin Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, the MacGuffin Gauntlet comes out in two years. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I wish uh, we uh, I wish we yeah. didn't name our episodes after Entourage, Entourage episodes because this would be a great the, the MacGuffin Gauntlet would be. Why a great don't we just change that? No, we've got to see it. We've out. got to see that. We've, we've, we've got like forty something more episodes yeah. of Entourage. And then the good, to good thing is like we wouldn't be coming up after. with gold like MacGuffin Gauntlet every episode, so we'd be really picking. Uh, well, my other two podcasts, Hey Fam, sorry, uh, Serious Issues, and uh, and and Mitch and I always pull out like a weird turn of phrase and name it after that. We'll do it's it fun, after, guys. It's quirky. Yeah, you guys are so weird. I love it. <laughs> 
Uh, so let's start. It was the first film uh, in the MCU to have the new Marvel fanfare. I think it's the second time they've changed it. Yeah, which I, is so weird. I, I saw that. I remember that they made a big deal about this uh, is Comic-Con. the new Marvel, like you know, the new Marvel opener. A Comic Con, right? Role. They showed the yeah, and it used to be like just that cool kind of like you know you heard the the the, the flicker of the pages. Yeah. And you saw it, it was only scenes from the comics, and I think that was good. The thing I get with this new logo, which before we go into what it is, it's definitely Marvel saying we're more than comic books now. Sure. Like, it starts off... The only thing I can say when I saw it was um, 2000, circa 2004 DVD menu core. It's yeah, what it looks like. It definitely. looked like a kind of, at the time, one of the best DVDs if you were going to show off your sound system, your TV, and you bought the Avengers. And it was just pretty much the Avengers DVD menu. It just cycles through yeah. the key Avengers and shows pages of script. Like, I watched it again set just then. It has, like, Nick Fury's lines come up. And it's, like, Nick Fury, interior. And I'm like... Oh, God. It was just... I, and it goes for 32 seconds. Yeah, like, so I didn't mind it when I saw it on YouTube. I was like, this is fine. But then blown up on that big screen, I was like, this is kind of lame. It's like... Like, just have... Just end on an image of the Avengers. Don't, just end. If you, if you need to have, like... I don't know. I loved it when it was just a comic. Just keep it. That's so good. It was an M and it just said Marvel. Like, that's yeah. iconic. Yeah. It's so... It, and maybe it's a metaphor for what Marvel has become now. It's, like, so obvious we are... I don't know. I just found it so long, so boring. And I was like, it just looked corny. Like that weird, we've taken a photo or a screenshot from a film and applied a paint, make it look like an oil painting filter on all the characters. Yeah. And like, they're going to have to update it all the time. That means, and maybe that's the point because of whichever characters are in vogue at the time. Well, for me, it was like, it's still like seven seconds of comics and then the rest of it, you know, whatever, yeah. I made out the 20 other seconds is all the film stuff. It's but very like, obvious. They have way more of a history as a comic book publisher. I know. Yeah. So it, doesn't, it seems also, unfairly weighed to, to the, the, the movie stuff. But maybe it is just a way to remind people like, hey, you know, there aren't idiot diehards like us that like, you know, oh shit, that's right. There was a Hulk movie. Like, you know, yeah. there was a... But still, that's not the point. Like, these movies need to stand alone as much as... They've, we've established long ago yeah. that they don't care about these movies yeah. standing alone. But also, it's just like, we get it. It's a movie. We're in a theater watching it. Like, you don't go to the theater to read a comic book. Like, I don't know. I, I found it... This is probably the only podcast that will spend this much time. <laughs> I'm sure. No. No. no, no you, you'd never ever say that. We, for, yeah. for every minute we spend talking about a logo, there's someone that has a yeah. podcast called Logo so, Talk. It was just so so long and boring. And the fanfare, again, was quite vindicative of what we've s- seen in the MCU at this point. Like, very generic fanfare. Just like... Yeah. Yeah, but the, I thought... I mean, we, we talked about how bad the music is in Marvel movies in the past. Yeah. But I thought the music was okay in this. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It sounded different. I think, I think for me, like, this movie was, like, okay the whole way through. It was okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I'm okay with okay. I, want, I, if I, I don't know. Again, I want better than okay. But I shouldn't have expected better. So anyway, yeah. Instead of going plot, point for point of the plot... We won't do that. We won't do that. That's only fun when we've just seen it and when we're going to tear it to shreds. Look, it's worth to establish I haven't read much Doctor Strange at all. The thing I've is, only read him like, in, like, when he appears in Spider-Man, whenever he appears in like any of the New York-based Marvel Since comics. we've both been born, man, like since the 80s, there is haven't no? been that many ongoing Doctor he's Strange titles. He's usually just titles. been a cameo, hasn't he? Or, well, like you know, a, or a member of certain teams. He's been yeah. a member of the Defenders, he's been a member of the New Avengers, he's been yeah. a member of the Illuminati. It's the only time I've seen him. I've never seen a standalone. I could keep going with with teams that he's a part of but uh, you know uh, Brian K. Vaughan wrote a cool story that, that a while ago called The Oath I think he's a great character who's used really well on Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run and that made me really love the character and, all sure. and get excited for the presence of this movie but yeah I mean from the second that I saw that first trailer I was like oh this is not what I thought this, this is a different Doctor Strange because when I heard that Benedict Cumberbatch was announced I know that Doctor Strange is from New York but I was like oh cool that, that makes sense in my head like Doctor Strange can talk with a British accent yeah so yeah, I thought I, the whole time I was thinking it was going to be British because it still makes sense you don't need to explain why someone has a different accent in a different part of the world like yeah. New York too is like the most uh, you know fucking Statue of Liberty like people come here from all over the world like it could be fine that he's yeah the British. Statue of Liberty walked yeah. over from and I kind of would have preferred France. it because his accent did not land for me at all we just sound like House everyone's it, it, it's true like he, yeah. he just sounds like, like a right. fucking episode of House yeah. Hugh Laurie whatever his name is so is Doctor Strange in the comics he is very rich, I mean, in terms of origin, and a surgeon. Yeah, I mean, he's like, a, you know, like an arrogant surgeon who, who will only take cases that will make him famous. Or not cases, whatever the fuck they Yeah, are. patients. Patients or, that, that will yeah. make him famous. Yeah. Um, you know, and th- the thing about all these origin movies is that, for the most part, the origins are like over eight pages by, yeah. by Stanley and Ditko. 
you know, when they were first Or not out. even, and then they retconned, like, down the line when people like, oh, we should come up with an origin for this But I mean, character. like, originally when they, were, when they were brought up, it's just yeah, like, sure. it, like these, these, you know, like the Spider-Man origin, for example, yeah. is like eight pages yeah, long. Totally. Daredevil, eight pages long. Yeah. They're just done. They're so quick. You can read them in 10 minutes. That's that. That was the idea. And so, they, you know, it, 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 you definitely, you know, we've seen so many fucking superhero yeah. origins. And the thing is with most origins too, the, the, the big part of any superhero origin is... A lot of it, there, there, there are several styles. There are like, you know, you could get into freaking metamorphosis text by, you know, getting bitten by something and transforming. But a lot of them seems to be the um, the turnaround of yeah. you know, someone like the, the Ebonizer Prove Scrooge. Prove yourself as a, as a hero. Yeah, like exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like the, and I, Tony Stark fall, fell into that ilk, especially they made that very obvious with the Iron Man 1 film iteration that was about a... I, I think Iron Man 1 is a perfect origin oh, movie. Same here. I, I, put that, I like that more than Batman Begins as an origin movie. Um, I think they're two very different... I know that sounds wanky because they're both origin No, movies. but they are very different they're ways very different to do an origin films, movie. But, but I think that they're both so great and both do their job so well and I think Iron Man is still the best origin that we've seen in uh, Iron Man's still my second favourite Marvel movie yeah it's amazing it's the one that it's the you know for better or for worse it's the one that started this whole thing yeah 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 it's great and it was such a low like at the time they never thought it would give it any of the return that it made totally and like you know lately we've seen really big characters get introduced into the MCU without an origin story first like you know Black Panther both part of uh, Civil War and both done really, really well. It looks like we're going to get a, an origin story for Captain Marvel when that yes. movie comes out. But I guess that makes sense. We've never really had like a proper female no. character origin movie. Also, Captain Marvel was somebody, and I know the same can be said for Spider-Man and Black Panther, but who's had a few iterations. So maybe just the audience isn't as well. Well, yeah, I mean, Captain Marvel far more so than Spider-Man. Totally. And, and, uh, and yeah. Captain Marvel, Captain has, Captain has, totally, has yeah. several iterations of different personas. So I think it is important to establish that. But you know what I mean? Like the fact that this was a standalone origin movie meant that it did seem like a step backwards in the Marvel phases. Like It, it was it. just really slow and drawn out and I yeah. thought that we would get... I was like, you know, I'm okay with origin stories. I thought we were going to get it pretty quick and fast. Like this could have been then, a phase one film. It had, you know, the girl that he's gone again off again oh, with. I mean, I mean, poor, what's her name again? Rachel McAdams. She's such a good actor. She's such a great actor. You know, and we saw, like, she was one of my favorite things about the, the uh, many, many times complained about second season of True Detective. Yeah, for sure. She's she great. Was, but like, you know, and she was absolutely underused in that. Yeah. And, and she, she was, was so was underused in this. So underused I mean, at least she was a fucking doctor in it and not a nurse or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, true, not, yeah, no yeah. disses to nurses, but at least, you my know, she was. My mum's a nurse, bro. Yeah, what would you say? Nurses saved my life. But you you know, she was on par with Doctor Strange, which I thought, okay, that's kind of... In the medical field. In the medical field. Yeah, she yeah. was on par. Well, like, if anything, she was get asking she was him to work for her. Yeah, it was the so, other way yeah, around. She's above... Yeah, I yeah. did like that, but I was also like, uh, yeah, like... Yeah. We never see her really out of her scrubs for the whole movie. Like, she was just like, you know... Did they, was there a make-out scene in this? No. Between them? No, was, at least, that, was, at least no. that wasn't in it. And like... So, Doctor Strange himself, he is... We get it, he's arrogant, but I just found like... The quipping and everything, it was basically like Marvel were like, shit, we don't know if we're going to get Robert Downey Jr. back. We need to set up billionaire quipper. But that kind of makes sense. Like, if, if, if anyone's going to leave the MCU... But the, the, I think this is why... We, I think I was reading it. This is why they did plan Strange. Because yeah. at the time, it was uncertain whether Downey would return after and, three. And they, didn't, and they weren't sure about Spider-Man too. Exactly. So it's like at one stage, they were priming this guy to perhaps be... And I'm fucking glad they got Spider-Man and Robert Downey Jr. came back because I just didn't feel anything. It was the most, like, one-dimensional... Like, they were, like, Harley Quinn-esque quips, I found. Like, everything, he had a snide remark. I'm like, I don't think you've earned the right to be snide, quippy remark. Like, I don't know that as your character. Yeah, and it just seemed like such a qui- like a, such an obvious trait. I actually wish I could have seen your face during the, uh, the, the opening the scene where he, was, oh, no. No, where he was picking... Where- Picking song like old soul songs from exactly like oh give me something harder I'm like oh yeah like I have a massive problem when with uh, um, musical references in movies I never think they work I think yeah. it immediately dates even though he was talking about something significantly older I just think it, it's, 70s, it's just yeah. a, 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 like a case of like the filmmakers showing off their cool music taste yeah. Yeah, like I, I'd much rather they just make up bands that exist in this. I mean, I get it. Now, like, what do you think of Beyonce joke? Do you like that one? The Drake and Beyonce joke. Was the Drake like, and Beyonce? Oh, it was like oh, Drake. One was one yeah. word. Yeah. Um, it was just. Well, I didn't think anything of it. So apparently, like, uh, apparently, the first cut of this wasn't funny. Oh, well, I think I saw that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the cinema I saw it. I got that cut. And they got um, what's the Community guy again? Um, Community Rick and Morty. Uh, oh, Dan, Dan Harmon. Apparently, Dan Harmon was brought in to write jokes on this. Wow. Rick and Morty's funny. 
Community's Toonies funny. funny too. Yeah, I mean, like, but I mean, like, I, I think being given like, the job of, hey, can you write jokes for this? I didn't know that. Already finished thing. It would it's be very tough, obvious. But appara- yeah, yeah. The, the, the jokes. The I person think I saw with were just like, did any of the jokes land for you? And it was like, no. Like, I nothing were, landed. I, I, I want to wish I could counter that and say, like, oh my God, no, I actually, I did. There were some big moments of laughter for me. I, I, I loved all of the. Um, the sight gags with um, the, his cape. I thought that was really, really great. Yeah, I really liked that. was one thing I really liked the film. Just from my, my, my comment that I wrote when I was watching was like, I'm glad to see um, the magic carpet from Aladdin got a new job. <laughs> like, because it was like, the, I love that. And magic yeah. carpet's such a great character. Like such a ode to, you know, the Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin days of physical and silent film mm. kind of theatre. And capes, I, I just wish Stranger's cape, you know, I can't wait to see it where it goes because it was kind of this like <laughs> to another franchise hopefully <laughs> it can inject Ant-Man and Wasp and Cape that'd be the best I think the Cape needs its own fucking standalone movie I, I want the Cape I want to see its origin story I want first. the next film to be called Doctor Strange and Cape now that we have earned <laughs> those stripes the Cape was great so much personality you know um, subtlety, which yeah, Marvel is get like yeah, like you know, look, but they, they may not have done the first ever solo female um, character. The they did get garment. the first black here, yeah. the first inanimate object superhero movie. We got it. Marvel got it, guys. Yeah, and think about what it will do for the uh, garment industry. Like capes are just going to soar through the roof, uh, <laughs> literally. Uh, look, yeah, I did. I, I I think overall, I did not find it a funny movie, and I can see why people want it to be. I mean, we hear this with Suicide Squad. We hear this with every film now studio being like make it funny and maybe this should have been best left not a, a crackathon I mean look this movie did do the hard task I just want to say too of explaining which something which anyone who's ever picked up a comic book and has heard the word retcon or reboot the multiverse like it's interesting that that concept's now been introduced into the films mm-hmm. and what it could mean and what it could mean for perhaps even retconning certain ideas that mightn't have landed originally or explaining changes of actors, maybe. I oh, mean, right. You reckon there's going to be like, yeah, they'll get Edward Norton back as a uh, alternate, alternate reality may, I mean, Hulk. I don't know. Maybe it'll explain <laughs> that. Maybe it'll explain a bunch of things. But I understand that the idea of multiverses in general, especially for a general movie-going audience, is quite a difficult thing to fathom. So I'm not going to really criticise this film or screenplay in terms of exposition mm-hmm. I understand why it needs it so that was but that's my biggest criticism is the amount of exposition on, I think on, if you're going to introduce the multiverse though do that but it is still very heavy on exposition like for an example that explained they'll harp on so much about like I, what I want to know this is my question to you when they were running around and the city was flipping and everything, did anybody else realise it was? No, because they were in the mirrorverse. See, I didn't really get that explanation because sometimes people were reacting, going, <gasps> when, like, Tilda Swinton fell to the ground. Well, no, that's... A, oh, yeah. Like, I just found it really inconsistent. I'm like, well, when are people seeing this or not? Or when at the end, at the intro, sorry, at the start of the film, when you saw Tilda Swinton chasing the, like, foot soldier ninjas or whatever, when she was just walking away, people doing double takes at her, and I'm like, is this the mirror? Because she, she left the mirrorverse at that point, I guess. Yeah, I just yeah. found that, I found that quite confusing. It didn't, wasn't really well explained I thought you're right like I, I was it, like yeah. very confused and I wanted explanations as to why these kooks are running like up and down buildings but it's just a mirror universe and I'm like well why can't you just go back to the other one like I found like the stakes were very low if it was in the mirror universe and so now that's confirmed to me all the stakes were low and it's just kind of showing off special effects yeah I mean I guess they kind of have that mirror universe so that you know, that, you don't that, fuck up things. Well, they, and also they need to cover the fact that, like, you don't like if, if a threat is big enough, why aren't the Avengers called in? Yeah, or why aren't the you know these massive superheroes aware of what? So basically, going on? everything that happened in this didn't really happen. It was just in a mirrored universe, like all the big threats. Well, it was in the magic town, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. But, right. we, it, was a but thre- it looks the same. The mirror universe looks the same, and you can make it go all trippy. Yeah, I don't know. That made me just think it was kind of low stakes. Sure. I think I, I think these movies are fine. I, yeah. I think lower stakes are what these movies need. True. Yeah, no, that like you're Ant-Man right. Ant Man succeeded because of that. Yeah, no, that you're right. I, and I thought I thought jokes in Ant Man were about as good as their jokes in this. No, I found I had I, one or two. Great Paul Rudd jokes. is a far better joke okay, deliverer. Okay, yeah, you're 100 like, percent right. It was on that. so yep. much better. It, it, it rest and same with yeah, same with Michael du- uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, far better at landing jokes. Like those two guys were hilarious. Well, um, Michael Pena as well. Like you know, it was a movie with You're comics. Right. This was You're very right. like we are so serious, and in a, like everyone in this movie was so serious. One thing I wanted to say, Mads Mikkelsen. All I saw him do in this movie was walk forward with people walking behind him. He never stopped. He was like a freight train. I can't believe. Like, I mean, I guess you know the. the it was one of the I, worst I think, Marvel I villains they, they I've ever seen. They tried to get out of jail free with another shitty. Um, Marvel switch. villain who dies at the end by yeah. it actually being a setup for Baron Mordo being the big so bad in the future. Mordo was the guy, like he's almost like the, the Sinestro equivalent. Okay, and was as, he the guy, the guy that, that was, was from like, Twelve Years a Slave? 
he was I'm not sure, but he was trying he was training strange. Yeah, and then, he was always and, like and, get and, your and weapon. And then at the end was like no. Chualte, like, yeah, the guy yeah. from Torby is a slave. Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great, he's amazing. Yeah. So I didn't get I didn't know any of that. So that's why at the end I was like, oh, okay. With a post credit scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, so he's b- gonna be bad. So I, I I will say this. For all my criticisms of the movie, I really enjoyed the ending where he, the way he took down Dormammu by locking him in a, in a time Yeah, that's very cool. The Kenny sequence. That was fucking great. It. The like, Kenny sequence? It was like South Park. It was just him oh, dying over and the, over the, again. The, the portaloo mockumentary movie. No, no, no. Movie. It was like the, oh my God, they killed Kenny because every time he walked out, he would get this like crazy insufferable death and then yeah. reboot again. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is like South Park. That's my one. That, I I that, really that was great. That. And I loved the entire like the backwards scene. I loved all of the time manipulation yeah, stuff Yeah, I loved that. I thought that was really well done. And that in particular looked fantastic. Yeah. Like, you know, Especially in Hong Kong at the end when the whole city's reconstructed. Like Hong Kong me, was the best scene for me. Yeah, that was awesome. I wanted a lot of that. Um, I just couldn't help, like, I understand they're wearing mystical clothes always, but they just looked super corny to me always, like a Power Ranger esque vibe. I don't know. There's all these, like, I'm like, why are you guys all wearing robes? I loved always? Wong. I thought Wong was like the, oh, the librarian. The, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought he, he was, was like right. probably the best character in, in this. Yeah, he, and he literally gets books. Like, that's. No, but he's like I don't know. He, he he's there at the end at Hong Kong. He's like you know he's he's and he's kind of. Oh, he honestly did nothing for me. He just like stared and then laughs like that was his. But role he's a solemn me. kind of guy. Like he yeah. he, he, he works mean, in, the, in the comics like that. I don't know if that to me if that's your favorite character in this movie. Then it's just kind of like whoa. Like who <laughs> well, no, you? no, my favorite character was the cape. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get that straight. At least the cape did shit. <laughs> yeah. What did uh, you What did you think of the astroplane stuff? Is that that the sequence? I, I found it um, in the, in the hospital where he was operating uh, that was on himself. Corny. That was good. I like that. It was that. all right. I just think it was kind of like hey, it was reminding of Harry Potter with a ghost, not in a bad way. He's like, oh, operate on me, and I was just like, can she see him when yeah. he says that? Well, how come she couldn't see them fighting and we couldn't see them fighting? Like, I found inconsistency. Well, he was choosing to show himself to her. Oh, uh, I don't know. I just found it kind of inconsistent with some of its laws. But it's a fucking movie. No, I'm like, well, why is it, why are people looking at Tilda Swinton now? But then why is no one looking and I don't know. I found it, it needed to be more consistent. I know this is such nitpicking, but I actually got confused and maybe frustrated. I was like, why can't she see him? But why is she reacting when like the wall bumps when they're fighting? Like, why can't she see them fighting? Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, he did say, I've got to go now. And then he kind of like went off. Yeah. There are okay. different levels of the astro plane. There are. I think my, my, my meat and potatoes brain couldn't handle. <laughs> um, I found the sequence when... He you was were still thinking about the fucking Marvel logo. Yeah, I was saving at that. <laughs> I was like, somebody has put a DVD on, change it. Uh, I found the scene when uh, Tilda introduces... Um, thingy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd love two yeah, more yeah, beers. Two That'd more be beers legendary. Days. Thank um, you. I found when Tilda introduces the idea of the different... I love uh, this bar. Um, <laughs> love this bar, guys. 871. Yeah, official sponsors of HeyFam. <laughs> Uh, I found when Tilda was explaining the idea of the multiverse, that was a pretty cool sequence, but it also reminded me, not in a bad way, very similar to the scene when um, Ant-Man goes down to, like, sub-level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. But way better. Way better. But I know that, like, a lot of people are like, this movie's going to be a really weird Marvel movie. I, it wasn't. Well, we were ne- we're never going to get a really weird Marvel movie. Not they're, now. They're too big. Maybe later. Yeah. Maybe later. Well, I mean, we can see how... We're, the only way we're going to get a... a, a um, a, a, a really weird like Marvel movie is if they could go okay here's, a, here's, here's fuck all budget do a weird yeah maybe you know what maybe they're waiting to see how Han Solo is going to go because a lot of uh, how, is that a low budget Star Wars well, movie well I don't think there's such a thing for Star well, yeah, Wars yeah, except well, for the original I mean. Star Wars I don't think there's such a thing for Marvel yeah. but this week it's come out uh, with the screenwriter producer and also speaking about Phil and Chris who are making it they're just like this is a very different Star Wars movie and we're breaking we're allowed to break we're encouraged to break a lot of Star Wars rules like right. in terms of the films and it's got a lot of there's a uh, like a lot of heart and a lot of you know but also very different things we've never seen in a Star Wars and I'm like maybe if these riskiest Star Wars movies I don't know I don't know maybe I mean get, that's getting off track yeah it is it is crazy having these movies made by the biggest studio are they the biggest studio in the world now? yeah I'd say by now definitely yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're the legend. Oh. Shouts to eight seven one for starting a tab for us. Perfect. And communicating via notes. So good. We uh, should give them a mic next time we come. Yeah, here. Definitely, definitely. So um, we, we've, we've obviously got way more of the movie to discuss. Oh, way more. But uh, I feel like let's let's buck the trend. Let's not wait until the end of the episode to talk about the end credit scene. Yeah, loved it. So okay, that, for me, like I, I was like <laughs> almost like all my qualms of the movie were just evaporated with, um, with that great yeah. post credit scene Hemsworth, with, uh, or mid credit scene with a uh, with Thor. So funny, Thor is still to me, and I know for you too, like one of my favorite Absolutely. MCU characters. So great, way funnier, way better comedian. Like yeah, as yeah. we saw in Ghostbusters, one of the best 
things about that. Yeah, he gets shortchanged because all of his, all Hemsworth's other movies are fucking trash. It's true. It's they like don't when do he's well given a light fantasy script, he's amazing. Yeah. I.e. Ghostbusters and Thor. Like, he's so great. What was the ridiculous, like, Little Red Hunting Hood or whatever the fuck oh, it was? Oh, yeah. Little Red Ride. Um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you see either of those? I saw the first one and right. it was just, I can't remember it. But Hemsworth is great. Good, good beer gag, good physical gag. But in that scene especially to me, I was just like, Cumberbatch can't hold his own as like a quippy guy. Like he just needs to be the serious, more, I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree with you. He, like Hemsworth smoked him that scene. He wasn't doing anything. He was just reacting to his beer refilling. And it was great. I was like, this is like yeah, a Yeah, natural- they can't all be funny guys. Exactly. Like that's why Cap works. That's why Cap works. Because he's so And solemn. his humor works in him not understanding things. Yeah, exactly. So it's why Black Widow works too. She's not like the drop dead, like knee slapping funny person, but she can deliver a burn and it's good, but she's not like trying to be funny to everybody's, you know, react. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, this is it. I definitely reckon that the, the, this movie suffered because they tried to make it too much like Iron Man. It was, it was seriously like, let's, we've done the science billionaire playboy. Now let's do the mystical billionaire playboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, I did like the idea of like the mysticism being explained. Like, you know, you guys have science and here it's like about chakras and here it's that. Like, I really kind of thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Saying that like these things do exist and therefore like not discrediting anything that's happened previously in Marvel. Just like you've called it different things and we call it different things. So who, I think we've seen that in Marvel before. Have so we seen it? Now I'm, my head's just stuck on. Oh, we've seen how, it in Thor. It, we've seen it, it in Thor when they discover like Asgard, and he's like, "Your scientists call it this, we call it that." And I did like seeing that Asgardian type of explanation. My head is stuck on the quipsters within the Marvel universe now. Sure. All right. Let's just go through each so, Avenger. So, okay, so Iron Man is Iron a Man's a quipster. I wouldn't say Bruce Banner is. He's more a bit moody. Yeah, sure. He doesn't quip like let's say it's he'll, a quip. he'll take someone down, but in a sarcastic, not so much. Yeah, I don't know what. He's, let's say a quipper has to have. Um, around about five quips per film. Yeah, so Hawkeye. Hawkeye definitely a quipper, but not originally. Definitely not in Avengers. He Avengers, is now. Now um, he's Age of Ultron quipper, definitely, and, and Cap, Civil Su- Cap Civil yeah. War. Okay, so yeah. Ant Man. Quipper. The Quip King. King Black Widow, no. Black Widow, no. Falcon, Steve, no. No? On the, on the teetering on the edge. Like, Depends what film he's in. Yeah, totally. Same with War Machine. In the Iron Man films, no. But in Avengers... Oh, but his things are like, you know, well, when are you going to work, Tony? Like, that kind of stuff. Like it's Yeah, never but like that's not quick. That's more like your mum hassling you. Nagger. Uh, nag- oh, was there a reference to Rhodey in Doctor Strange where they're like, Colonel from the army he's gotten uh, in the start when he, before his car accident when he's like, tell me my operations. It was like, guy in experimental military wear, former colonel, injured. Was that a oh, reference? Fuck, Did I'm I miss sure that? I'm sure it was. I missed that. Yeah, now, yeah. the reason why I'm asking is because I think they said he's 35. And I'm like, okay, Marvel, you can make me believe a portal can open up in New York City. But if you're going to make me think that Don Cheadle is 35, I'm fucking... <laughs> now, I might have heard this wrong. I wanted... They might have said 45. I'm hoping it was 45. But Don Cheadle's 55 at least. Like, we all know that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even pick up on that. That's, that's it was so, the yeah, first it, celebrity yeah, thing yeah. when he's like, mm, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he arrived on the final one. Man, that car crash was fucking brutal. Yeah. It was very expect. I could like. I I was not shocked. I was like, "Yeah, it's coming. It's raining, and he's looking down." Like, yeah, of course. Coming. I mean, also, you know that he gets in a car crash. Yeah, yeah. right. You knew that much. Yeah, I knew he fucked his hands yeah, up. Yeah. Um, it was he- selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. His iron heart, it was his electric ran heart. Like it was the same, it's exactly the same. Yeah, because unlike, unlike all, all humans, uh, Tony Stark needed his heart to live. Exactly. Um, so, all right, we've got Tony Stark as a quipper, Hawkeye's a quipper, Ant Man's a quipper, Doctor yeah. Strange is a quipper, Nick Fury's quipper. Nick He's Fury. quipping 24 7. He pretty much made the Avengers, like, I reckon it was originally an improv group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it just ended up becoming, like, Defenders of the Earth. Are we missing anyone? Vision uh, isn't, Scarlet Witch isn't. Um, Vision is, in again, in the Smart Thor way. I think it like in the miscommunication. But that, that yeah, that's a different. No, yeah. that's a different Where, thing. Not like a quipper. The archetype of everyone's like, yeah. a comedian though. Let's yeah, not everyone's get that wrong. a fucking comedian. Yeah. Oh, definitely Black Panther's not a comedian. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just yeah. very avenging my dead father. Oh, Spider Man. Yeah, the quip. Fucking, fucking so Peter Parker. So at least six quippers in the, six quipping superheroes. Yeah. In the Marvel U. Yeah, and then we've got the other form of humor is the reactionary. Your your Cap, your Thor, your um, Bruce Banner. Your Bruce Banner, like well, not even Bruce Banner. That's more like physical humor now, like. But I'd say the ones where it's like lost in translation, that's the other brand of oh, yeah, uh, Vision, Quipper. Vision, Vision yep. Cap, and Thor, I think, are very, you know, inside of that. Oh, villains, you could even put Loki in there, maybe? Lickin, oh, yeah, yeah. S- Star Lord. Oh, my God. Fuck. That's gonna Rocket be- Raccoon. They're all. They're in, like, basically, the Guardians of the Galaxy is. is Just all Quippers. It's like the Guardians of the, of the yeah, Quippers of the Galaxy. Yeah. No, Too many right. Quippers, Marvel. Like, Just give us quit. some straight straight men. Maybe Black Panther. Oh, no, no, there's either. more than enough straight men in the Marvel <laughs> universe. <laughs> um, more than, maybe Black Panther will be our first. Maybe Captain Marvel. Like maybe they're going to be like let's stop hard as nails. Look, I don't want to say this, but maybe maybe Marvel's going to take some of the solemnness from the DCU. Maybe they just got to both meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah, you're right because the jokes do get test like trying. I think that's especially why I didn't on, like Age of Ultron. On multiple rewatches. Oh, yeah, the, the jokes in like there are some okay ones. It's that great scene where they the party, the party at the yeah. beginning. That's awesome. Yeah, but, but other than that, it fell victim to Joss Whedon writing because his quips are fucking annoying. Yeah, they were annoying. Like I, I like Joss Whedon, but they were annoying in Buffy. They were annoying in uh, Fri- sorry Firefly. They're annoying now. Like yeah. they're still annoying. It's like weird. Post, I wouldn't be proud. Like, like when I was a teenager, I thought it was cool. No more pop culture references within. Like yeah. you've, got, you've got your own weird superhero universe. Reference things within yeah. that. Don't reference out like that's part of it. why I think the Dark Knight trilogy holds up well. There's like zero references to pop culture. That, yeah, that, that trilogy I mean, that will movie, work. In, are not fun. Though. No, but those movies will function in thirty years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, but, but like you know, you, you're not going to take a ten year old to a Dark Knight. I don't know I'll wait till Archie's turn <laughs> I, I will we're, we're different But like <laughs> Yeah no you're true You're not going to do that Yeah a lot of quippers Yeah you, uh, and the cape Was like phys- new bra- the, the, You know the cape Comes in the Bruce Banner Form of uh, f- like physical humour Yep I think Yeah it's just, Groot, it, Groot's his own Brand of quip I mean fuck Drax as well Drax is in the Thor um, Vision Quadrant of quip- Of uh, comedy Yeah yeah Totally. Fuck, Jesus Christ, we've literally, like, seriously, if you're a young screenwriter listening to this, you're welcome. We've just broken down, like, the perfect balance of what type of uh, humour <laughs> you need in your big action movie. Yeah, totally. And then the city needs to be in threat. The thing is, though, for the most part, like, you compare this to other big blockbusters. Yeah. I mean, like, we, you definitely, like, if, if, if Ghostbusters was this good... Yeah, you would not really complain about Ghostbusters. Like, I feel like we definitely yeah. go in with a lot higher expectations. Yeah, and than I we think do again, the only reason why I still have a big problem with Ghostbusters was the root. The root I would have loved it if it was the same movie as long as it was like in the same universe as the originals, and that's what I do sure. like about this. It is referencing universe, its universe. Yeah. It's not like, well, fuck the rest of the Marvel movies. Like, I just think that's it's that film's huge misstepping. It's the fact they have identical ghosts, Slimer, etc. And it's just a whole new... Have we ever talked about your thoughts on the continuity within the X-Men movies? Does that irk No, but you I'd or? love to. Yeah, of course. Of course. I reckon it's one of the reasons why MCU is so great. Just because the continuity in there. Like, every character ages at such a bizarrely slow or bizarrely fast rate. Yeah. Like, we've seen three, I think... 
Jubilees at this point. None of them have had speaking roles on screen. And none of them even get introduced like, as Jubilee. They're all like between the ages of nine and 14. And yeah. one is in the year 2000, one is in the 80s. Like, I know Days of Future Past is now the best retcon tool because you can be like, oh, everything got changed. But then they made a movie after it that didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't change anything. just fucked the changes up again. Yeah, so, yeah, the X-Men continuity is whack as hell. I mean, Wolverine Origins, come on. I mean, even Deadpool within it as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Where's Colossus? Why is Colossus a grown man now when he was like a teenager in X-Men 2 and where is he yeah. in the other movies? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. So that, 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 does that irk you even with watching Deadpool? Like, um, that, that it is, those it, movies that don't pride themselves on their continuity? They almost try and have their cake and eat it too. Like, it, it, yeah. it is tied in if you want it to, but also it can be Dead, very separate. Yeah, I think those, but whereas Marvel are just kind of like, everything counts. Yeah, yeah. That when they do make a misstep, it's Or when they recast fun. someone. Or, or when they recast yeah. someone, the repercussions I think are far more obvious. Um, you're right though. Like, yeah, I mean, summary castings are hard. Like, you know, R.I.P. Richard Harris, the original Dumbledore. Like, what a iconic actor and iconic role, and it being completely now destroyed in continuity where everyone else is in every movie. But Richard Harris, but I mean, Michael Gambon, I'd prefer as Dumbledore. I found him like less Gandalf 2.0 and more of a unique character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. You know, deaths are a hard thing, but. Unfortunately, most of the time it comes down to contracts, like as we saw with uh, Rhodey in Iron Man 1 and 2. The recasting. Well, right. That was a contracting thing? I think it was pay. I think he wanted as much. And, you know, rightfully so. Terrence Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah. He wanted equal to uh, RDJ, I think. Right. And I think they're like, no. Like, he's Robert Downey Jr., Oscar nominee. You're great, but. What's he done since then? Just tell he would tell anybody what I just told you who will listen, <laughs> and, and and have a dartboard made of Don Cheadle's face. <laughs> They're the two things he's done. He had a Kickstarter for a Don Cheadle dartboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the the end credit scene. Does that reckon that confirms that Stephen Strange is going to be in Ragnarok? Yeah, I'd say so. Now, especially since we kind of established earlier as well in this podcast that it's the closest thing we have to the next mystic like Thor is as mystic I'd say as Doctor Strange you know with other realms yep. other things and you know it can it, in a great way it explains how Thor and everyone can travel to here and stuff and yeah I think there is going to be a link for sure or at least like a cameo sure which could be great like to see Doctor Strange out of Doctor Strange maybe I'll like him more maybe I just found the filmmaker quite inadequate like very paint by numbers directing very you know there was no personal touches whereas from what we can see with Ragnarok the director is going to be very heavily, hopefully, have his spin on it. Like, hopefully, what happens for Thor Ragnarok, I'm hoping, is what would have happened for... Edgar Wright. Um, Edgar Wright and Ant-Man, totally. But they freaked out, didn't they? Yeah, they're like, oh, people can't do weird. And, yeah. Uh, Peyton Reeves is great. Like, I do dig his Ant-Man. And it is, you know, up until this point, still the weirdest kind of Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, the, at least like the at least that's actually just a, a complete comedy from start to finish. Yeah, whereas it doesn't try to be is, anything else. Yeah, whereas like it, this tries to be like Batman pleaser, Begins Light, you, you know, like yeah. the, in a way. Um, let's talk about the something that the press love talking about: Tilda Swinton cast as the Ancient One. So, like, I, I the Ancient One can be anybody. Yes, I think. Uh, I think for all of the fuss that was made yeah, over it her being not worth it. Well, I mean, also, it wasn't worth it because, like, spoilers if you listen this far. She, she dies at the end. And yeah. so, like, it honestly wasn't worth even casting her, in my opinion. I think they needed a pedigree. I don't know. Yeah. You know, she's a low stake. She's not a lead character. She's a co-character co- in it, in a way. Why not do the crazy casting? Like, we can't get a black Spider-Man yet because of the powers that be. Why don't we... Get a bald female. Get an open lesbian actress playing, you know, like... And I think that's great. I just, like, yeah, I, I wish she was allowed to be way weirder because she was She so, was so straight. So straight. She just acted that, like a mum. But see, we just said this, that these movies need more straight... straight yeah, strangeness. You know, um, fuck, I, I don't want to say straight characters because well, there's an weird, abundance but she of just not didn't gay seem characters. As, but. Yeah, no, but she just didn't seem like somebody... She did, like... I wanted a bit of a Yoda-esque feel, like somebody who's a bit... Are they there? Like, are they a bit somewhere yeah. else? Like, you know, Yoda in... Uh, is it kind well, of... Well, yeah, so, so they gave you that element by just drawing a cross on her face and making her like, uh-oh, she's Sometimes got I'm the dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so boring. Yeah, like, it is. Uh, like, if they actually gave her real quirk, that would have been so great. Even the fake-out of her not being the ancient one when uh, Strange originally walks into the monastery and sees the traditional-looking old guru That was funny. Yeah, but it was also, to me, like, this is why, I mean, this is why it's Batman Begins Light. Like, that was an entire 
plot point in Batman Begins. Oh, of course. And it becomes a one-line scene in this where it's like, oh, by the way, that's not... And I'm like, oh, so not in a bad way, but I'm like, this is what we're getting. We're literally getting, like, the diet version of Batman Begins, like, down to Guru fake-out in Monastery while (laughs) you've got a beard and you've stumbled all the way there, injured. And, like, it it was very similar to Begins, but very similar to Iron Man. Like, it was kind of taking the best bits of those from the screenwriter's point of view yep. and making a new film, I found. So it would take us way too long to uh, you know, do every single superhero origin movie and rank them. But what about just within the Marvel Universe? Where do you think this sure. sits? Iron Man, clearly at the top. So what have we got? We've got I'm not classing Incredible Hulk as an origin film because it's not. Yeah, totally. You're right. We're doing Iron Man, Thor, Cap- Captain America, Ant-Man and Doctor Strange. Is that and that's interesting? We've only got five origin films. I mean, like in a way, you could say that Guardians is an origin yeah, of them all coming together. Well, like, no, but there's exactly the, our introduction to Star Lord. He's already Star Lord. Yeah, he's already calling done himself Star Lord. Two minutes of the film exactly, with yeah, the yeah. pre-credit sequence. Um, Iron Man is still number one. I agree wholeheartedly. Like that is like that's a perfect film. Yeah, that's that works as a standalone film. Great ending. Him going, by the way, everyone, I'm Iron Man. Movie over. Like, I really hope that, like, you know what would be, would be a really great announcement? Like, John Favreau coming back to do something? Yes. Like, the last Iron Man movie or the oh, next Avenger? Fuck. Imagine if he closes out Iron Man 4. That would be huge. Yeah. I, like, like, I, I, got, I, yeah like, I got tingles then just thinking means, about yeah, it. He, like, 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 yeah, Iron Man he, 2 sucks. But yeah. But that, for better or worse, he created meddling. the Marvel mold. And he was the guy that was able to get enough of his own vision across, but also bend to Marvel's will and be like I will make this movie that fit, fit, like that will suit your bigger universe but let me make my movie and, and I think yeah, that and, he and really did that well and Tony Stark became an annoying character with Joss Whedon writing him yep, he just but became, the way that even in Iron Man 2 like at least Tony Stark is consistent and pretty, except for the drunk scenes aren't that good yeah because DJ AM RIP um, yeah he doesn't get enough of a scratch solo no he doesn't um, but uh, like I think he, he really just he like so much of that character is what John Favreau got out of him. I reckon. Yeah, and totally. Like, and he's a, and he's an incredible comedy director. It's the too. John Favreau take on Iron Man that I think is the world's most popular version of Iron Man now. Like John Favreau is so responsible for this version of Iron Man because totally. I mean, look at his early look at look at Made. I mean, to a lesser extent, Made, but look at Swingers. I like, fucking love Made. Yeah, I think Made is oh, a totally. great movie. But I mean, like the public don't think about Made. No, like yeah, Made's yeah. all. But I mean, man, Robert, John Favreau was able to make. Vince Vaughn not annoying like or like annoying Vince Vaughn awesome like, awesome yeah yeah see what Vince I mean Vince Vaughn is the fucking worst in the universe these I days I love Vince Vaughn really yeah on I like don't. a Nick Cage level or no no I don't know I mean, on like, or like what's that male strippers male gigolo show you like Gigolos? yeah on a gigolo's level yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, could yeah. see him play, winning an Oscar in 10 years time for playing a gigolo literally I think we're about ready for the revonescence <laughs> the but I you know what like Tony Stark wasn't like that in the comics Parts well, of him he were. is now. Yeah, but they've, I mean, they've, they've, they've Favreau's responsible. Up. Like, Favreau's responsible for this there's populist... A, there's a quote, I think it's Bendis, who said that the, the two film portrayals of actors that have... That, like, no two film portrayals of character, characters have Come affected the, the characters in the comics more than um, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and um, uh, Magneto. Oh, yeah, for sure. Magneto was never as... Um, his fucking name? Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like parts of it were great. The effects were fine, but again, like I've seen most of it in Inception. I didn't think I see with, like I, the gravity defying. I, I definitely saw it in the previews. I did not think this was anything like like it was certainly inspired by it. Yeah, but I, oh, I think it went. But it was way like further. Brand new. I don't like know. It was that brilliant moment where the entire city was in the mirror world, and you could see cars driving off a loop and yeah. beneath the city. But I've seen that in Inception too when the cars are still going up and around. Like, No, this is different. It is different. Like, yeah, this yeah. is a far better... This is different enough advanced, for me. But for me, I was just like, eh. Yeah. yeah and anyway. also, there was no stakes because it was completely CG and I was just like, eh, no one knows that this is happening either. I mean, there were stakes. Tilda Swinton died. Thank God. Yeah, that was super <laughs> annoying. Yeah, I just found her really dull. Yeah. I found like... You, you could have given her quirk without making her another funny character. Yeah. But instead sure. they just gave her a bunch of tepid jokes. Oh, not, yeah. And also just like Guru 101 dialogue. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, it was very... I think I, I, maybe they were just so worried about introducing magic to this aura. I, I feel like that's the, thing, the problem with these was Marvel movies. It was a magic movies. apologist movie, this film. They're so worried about rocking the boat. Yeah. Because, you know, even though it's the biggest franchise of all time... They're so worried, you're it's right. It's like any... any pe- you know, it's like maybe a, it's because a, they've it's seen a what happened with Jenga. DC. Like, they're just like, fuck, one movie has destroyed their... Well, no, no, every movie has destroyed there, and they still yeah. make money. Like, Man of Steel was, you know, for all of its faults, it was far better than the next two in terms of, like... Disaster! Like there was no fallout for Man of Steel. At least Man of, Man of Steel is a is a solid movie. Yeah, and it's a standard. All my problems with that is the way they treat the character. Totally, Superman. it's Zack yeah. Snyder again. It's, yeah, yeah. It's the Snyder, but I mean, at least Marvel. Fuck, man. Even I, like I still stand by it. Batman v Superman is a better movie than Suicide Squad. Oh, hundred percent. As a movie, yeah. as a piece of as cinema, a definition as a film, of the as word a story, film. yeah, it's a better. It's just it, it, honestly, it's just the gross rep- misrepresentations. Yeah. Of, it's a better of, movie Of every single character It could be interesting You know Batman vs Superman Could almost function If it was like The movie Unbreakable you know, Seriously just If it was like This is characters. Zack Snyder's Take on Like you know Like you know Yeah Take on characters That are like yeah. Superman and Batman And wasn't yeah. called that. I don't know Maybe maybe that would have Changed yeah. the way We look at this Maybe But when you're playing With these Ugh. properties That are that old You can't do that You can't um, And Marvel is in a way, almost too safe. They're too times. safe, and maybe that's a Disney thing. I don't know. It, it kind of is. It's, it's honestly, it's like when you have Disney doing these movies that make so much money, and they're always, they're always never bad. Yeah, but they're enjoyable. Instead, but, but you sacrifice the rarity of them being very good. Yeah, for them to be never bad. There would never be a Nolan-esque superhero film made within the Marvel universe. Yet, in this yeah. current iteration. And they're kind of like, you know, I feel like the Netflix series have the potential to be that good, but they, because they've locked into these 13-episode mm-hmm. arcs where yeah. you have you know, 13 hours of... Uh, an origin story, Of an basically. origin story, totally. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, 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 I just... Hopefully, they, they like, when, these, when this run of Netflix stuff ends, they go, okay, cool, we're going to do six-episode arcs yeah. of, of a certain heroes, or heroes that already exist. Like, imagine... Imagine we get like an espionage story with Black Widow mini series on Netflix with yeah. a huge budget it'd be and huge. just do it'd it. Be amazing. Just yeah. Black Widow a movie. Well, yeah, totally. But I mean, like, yeah, Black Widow is the ultimate straight character who can her, her jokes are so different to the quipping. She like you know she can cut someone down. That's so human. Black Widow could be Disney's answer to the Bourne and Bond movies. Like if they're smart, fucking a. Like how good would that be? It's just like a have, Bourne like, movie and then fucking Red Skulls in it. At the totally. End or and having like yeah. it doesn't have to be part of the MCU. It will be, but you can do like Bond movie and just have a new mission each film. Yeah, because spies really... aren't meant to be seen. Exactly. You don't need to tie it like, in. Like how much. good would that be? Yeah. There you go. Another thing. If you're listening, like just do a whole series and it'll get you'll get so much praise and press. Like you'll take the heat off um, MGMM who was and sorry Sony who was so stuck in the past and will never cast a female Bond. Which I kind of like. I don't want to talk about that right now, but you can see why they won't do it. Just because of the fucking dumbass outrage. Yeah, and like, there's no way they're crossing that bridge for 20 years. Be, do it. Do it on the front foot and do an amazing, like, Do espionage. fucking two Bond movies. Make one a girl and one a dude. And just, just release them one month after each other. Or just like, See you know, what happens. Or just do a Black Widow movie. Just yeah. be on the forefront, Disney, and just go like, we're doing a female spy espionage series that isn't extreme, like that shitty movie Diablo by Tony Scott, R.I.P. You know, with... Uh, What's her name? No. Kira Knightley. And it was like, she was an extreme oh, like, no, spy. Oh, no, I did not, yeah. Like, I hate when, or like Triple X, where it's like, no, we've got to make them cooler and extreme. Like, just do a straight up espionage. Just straight up rip off Bond, but put Black Widow Rip in. off like Casino Royale and stuff, like low stakes, yeah. like not over, um, not like alien invasions, just like crime syndicate shit. Like, mm. do that. That'd be amazing for Black Widow. Like, so we, full we, on missions. We were ranking the, uh, the origin movies. Yeah. Our Black Widow origin movie would be great. <laughs> no, she's already... That's oh, the yeah. best thing about her. Like, f- for everything that was wrong with Iron Man 2, it established Black Widow as just a badass. And all you need to know... You don't need to know her origin story because the, no, the, but you the do, thrill of knowing Age that of character... No, but you do because Age of Ultron came out. Well, no, the thrill of that her. character is this, that you know that she has fucked up things in her past and you don't really need to know what they are. Oh, no, Joss Whedon thinks we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with his rape porn scene. Um, so, uh, the... Um, we've got Iron Man at the top... Yep. Oh, sorry, you're right. Iron Man. I reckon Cap, yep. second for me, just because it introduces... I don't know. I'm a, I am a sucker for period piece superhero films, something we don't get enough of, like the Rocketeer Cap, the Phantom. You know what? I was walking through uh, the tunnel that I walked through, Central Train Station Tunnel on the way to work today. I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about Strange. And I'm like, 
like for me, Strange is like I will never watch it again. It's like the Phantom to me, like a superhero movie I've seen, which I have no need to watch again. But I'll, <laughs> you just said that I was like, oh, I want to watch. I, I would rewatch the Phantom. <laughs> I think you're gonna. Maybe we should rewatch the Phantom together and do a thing for it. Like, that would, actually, I would fucking love that. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Let's rewatch the Phantom because right, I've not seen that since, since it Phantom. came out. Yeah, yeah. I bet you it's very different to how <laughs> yeah. we uh, imagine it now. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I'd go Cap. I'd go Iron Man, Cap. What were the other ones? Thor, oh, Ant Man. I'd put Ant Man above Thor. Yeah, just because Thor, Thor all of the Asgard shit is the best. Yeah, all the shit they were worried about is great. All the Thor movies, the worst scenes happen on Earth. But I don't think it's bad. I do like the fish out of water shit in it. You know what the I'm fish putting? Out of, oh, that's great. It's all the action scenes that happen at yeah. like some dumb university. You know what? And fucking I'm Kat moving, Dennings. I'm moving Thor to three, and I'm moving Ant Man to. No, I'm moving. Oh, I'm moving Ant Man to two. Okay. Ant Man to two. Cap Cap for three. Yeah, because it explained, and you know what I got to say, good for Cap. Like Cap established Cap, and he, they've maintained that character for all of the other five films he's been in, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Um, it did Bucky well. Like, there's a lot that goes on in that movie. Like, Yo, Cap, made, Cap is a very, very safe, long story of a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. And I like that now. Um, then Thor, then Doctor Strange. Strange. I like Thor. Like, I think Hemsworth again. It rides on his. Delivery and his reaction, and also the introduction to Loki and all of the, um, you know, the Asgard stuff and the, you know, the the, the all the Asgard stuff really works for me yeah. in Thor. But Idris and we forget that Idris, um, yeah, he's awesome, He's a badass, and he needs to be in the Marvel universe way more. There was a uh, episode, an issue of Avengers that came out last week where yeah. Heimdall had a really big role, and it yes. made me realize like I really want to see Heimdall. I know. I reckon I have to Thor bring him back now that he's such a big, big, big. Oh, how good would it be if it was Thor, Heimdall, and and Loki, the Hulk and the Hulk or something just going yeah. together like on on this on this I trip together? I bet you they're really gonna ham up his because he, he's such a fucking big. Star now, yeah. like he's he's like potentially one of the biggest. He's stars probably the, the yeah the most under, underutilized actor in the Marvel universe. You forget, like you almost go, oh fuck, how good Idris Elba would be playing? And you're like, fuck, he's actually in the MCU yeah, totally. already. Shit, yeah. like so underutilized. Totally. I really hope there's some room for him. Yeah, another really funny actor that you always forget is in the Marvel universe. Who? Well, he dies, he's dead. Well, you know, I don't know if you you forget seen, Natalie Portman is as well. well like, one no, of the well, biggest actors, Oscar winner. Tommy Lee well. Jones is in Captain America. Fuck, he is too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that. Right? Yeah, he's the general, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. I'm not sure if you see him die, but I mean, it's been hundreds of years. Or, yeah. Or, you know, oh man, you completely forget that. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. All these like pull one out for all the <laughs> MCU actors we've never seen. And like yeah. for everything that's said about like Iron Man setting the precedent for the uh, done in one villain, I actually would fucking love to see Obadiah Stane. I was thinking that. You know what? I was watching. I was thinking like, about that recently. Like he was a great. His son, like because his son Ezekiel Stane. Yeah. Is a is a big. Um, villain, now. villain in, uh, in in the Iron Man always has been sure, but um, I, like how cool would it be if Ezekiel Stane, you know, basically like brings back his father as like half robot, half man, or something like that, like some like, weird Frankenstein esque shit. And he's not necessarily bad; he just wants to be a competitor to to Iron Man. Like, like I would Incredible. love to see the business side of Stark Industries. Like, what does Stark Industries do now? Yeah, from a business yeah, point what do of they view, do? we don't know. They're, they're a lower stake Not so much lower stakes But like you know You don't always have to have This like massive End of world event yeah. In these Marvel movies C- like, City abol- uh, You know City abolish porn Exactly yeah, yeah yeah. Which is We're getting a lot of You didn't get That much of that In uh, Hong Kong At the end you did Oh with, yeah like, you did too And then, yeah, then they rewound Guys it's fine Guys it's okay <laughs> They rewound all the damage I mean the movie Like yeah It was like One third exposition one third of him rising through the ranks way too fast for my liking in terms of... Oh, I, I was I mean, I was happy for anything happening to fast speed up. in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Also, why didn't anyone care he was wearing that thing the whole time? The what, the broken watch? Oh, the, I, 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 why were I they have... like, what the fuck are you still wearing that for, dude? Like, that was so cool of him just walking around with this, like, sacred device on. Like, well, no, everyone's no, wearing because, an no, Wong, Wong called him out on it immediately. But I guess, that, like, they said something about, like, uh, like you know, your your thing will call out to you. But I guess they were meant the cape. But I, I assumed it meant it was the eye of Ag- Agamotto. That was. That, oh, that, that was you does know, he wear that always? Is that his thing? Yeah. Okay. One of them. Yeah. Okay. He didn't. Uh, biggest problem with this movie. He, at not one point in the movie did he say by the hoary hordes of Hogarth. By the what? That's like you know like that's his it's clobbering time. What does he say? By the hoary hordes of Hogarth. Oh wow. Like, yeah, you know, I wish he did say that. in the 60s. I thought they were going to at least have like one weird sly nod yeah. to it. Maybe they didn't, I missed it. But. Was it the Wi-Fi password joke? Was that a sly nod no. to something Cap- uh, Doctor Strange-ish? In that the was war? a pretty good joke. 
Yeah, but they blew it in the trailer. I know. Totally. I wish they didn't show it. it. Was, it was, I know, but it was like the best joke, I guess. They probably were writing the other jokes while they constructed that trailer. Yeah. It was but okay. They should have spoiled the Beyonce joke. Yeah. That, be, I, that was crap. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And it would have skewed so well. The callback to it was fine. It's all right. But like you could spoil the like, you know, oh, you, you, is that a one name thing? Like Beyonce? Put yeah. that in the credit. And in, then it in, kept in, in going. The trailer. Like Drake. Like I was like, oh, he just couldn't land jokes. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I found him so unlikable. Also, he listens to old soul and funk. That's And he's old and he lives in New York. And he's white. There is no way that person Exists. would let himself listen to Drake and Beyonce and, new, and be proud and of who are. those people are. Yeah. 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 And he got really poor really fast. I'd love to know how that happened. Well, no, he spent all the money on, on, on medical procedures on himself. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That shit costs money, man. Yeah. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, Angus... Is this really the worst Marvel movie? No, it's ever? not, and it's What's not a bad film. It? Like most people would be glad to have this. I think this film's a victim of it having to be part of a bigger universe and not having the gall to stand on its own. But again, fourteen films in, like I just found it was a little two phase one for a phase three film. Yep. I just found it was like, oh, and then I'm like, fuck, this is what it's going to be in phase six. We're going to be getting introductions for the next people who are going to be in that. But like, they've got it set. They'll do three phases. They'll introduce the characters in phase one. All of them will be gone by the end of that version's phase three and the Avengers will reboot. Like, that's what it's going to be now. No, I think he's going to be... I reckon a lot of these characters are going to be around for the next phase. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange, certainly. Yeah. Oh, well, the ones in phase one. Like, I think oh, they're yeah, going to drop yeah, out. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? It'll just yeah, yeah. be this cycling, which is fine, but I was just—I think I just became very, very aware of this never-ending franchise. I'm, which, I'm on board. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, and the thing is, like, also, like, that's the other thing. I'm like, it's not for me. It's a comic book movie. Like, I like comic books. I usually like comic book movies. But I was like, they're not all for me. Um, they're for kids. Like, which, which Marvel movies are worse than it? Are worse than it? Yeah. Iron Man 2, undoubtedly. And Hulk? Hulk? They might be it, uh, I, You know what? I really got to see Incredible Hulk again. It wasn't great. I just remember being excited because I knew there was a Thor scene coming at the end when it came out. Like, and Thor. it was like, no, 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 the yeah. hammer. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's at the end of um, Iron Man 2. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this, the, the end of... Um, what do you see in... Uh, Iron Man shows up. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh, my God, they're connected. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was one of the driving forces as to why I saw Hulk. Hulk probably... Yeah, no one talks about it, but that's by design, I think, by Disney's design to be like, yeah, don't yeah. talk about it. It never happened. It was by, <laughs> by us and Paramount. Because um, everyone forget all the Phase 1 films were all like Paramount films. Yeah. And, Until and The Avengers, which was Disney. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd say those two are probably worse than it. Other than that, I can't think of anything Ultra, else. Age of Ultron? Is it, is it Age of Ultron as well. I, I had the least of enjoyable time watching Age of Ultron. Okay, that's good to hear. Because I definitely thought this was better than Age of Ultron. Yeah, Age of Ultron to me is still like... That's, that's um, Joss Whedon's Josh Trank moment. I mean, he did have a lot to... Uh, and also, it's con- compared to... Wait, you, even, you haven't even seen Fantastic Four. No, I mean, like, him making a comic book movie, which bummed him out so much, he, like, right. deleted his Twitter account. What do you think about uh, him recently saying that he'd love to make a Star Wars movie? It's like, don't. Please don't. I was just like, You're, I like Joss Whedon, but just don't. What about if he made one that was just set in the cantina for the entire He already movie? has. It's called Firefly. <laughs> like, he's already made his Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Like, the audition's done. Should people see this movie again? No. You'll never see it again. Look, they don't need to see it once. They only need to see it once. Do you mean, do they need to see it again or do I need to reiterate if they need to see it again? You, yeah, you make decisions for all our listeners. <laughs> see it, sure. Like, go, yeah, see it if I'm, you're... I'm, I'm going to have to go take Bianca to go see it again. Look, she, if you're interested in the MCU, sure. She said the greatest words that a husband can ever hear. I want to see that with you. She, no, she said, uh, I, I need to see every Marvel movie. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Get you a girl that I can do both. I can't miss a Marvel movie. Get you a girl that can do both. <laughs> One that says, I never want to see... Um, Jared Leto is the Joker and who also says I want to see every Marvel yeah. movie with you that's definitely her to a T um, you've been listening to Hey Fam this has been our Doctor Strange review yeah next week who knows what we're going to talk about uh, yeah I, I'm still on tour should um, we do it at the same time same place I are you fucking, able to this is a fucking great place to record it's so good let us I know mean, if you're listening right now if this just feels different to you yeah the, the, the slight background music the, the relaxed of, vibes the lack of us talking about Angus's cat every now and then yeah if you really miss that element you know, we can we go can back bring to it here. I, I, yeah, I guarantee we could get a pet-friendly situation going on here. But I, this is a great place to record a podcast. It really is. I feel like we should bleep the mentions of it so other podcasts don't come here. Yeah, can we? I don't want to fucking have to record like at the same time. As this is us. 
So look, we did a very uh, Nintendo video game centric episode last week. This week, was oh, we, co- we covered all bases last. Week. I think last week was like as good as a Hey Fam episode can get. Yeah, but, like the, the original formula of Hey Fam was, was do TV, comic books, movies, and video games. Now we, I've watched most of Westworld. I'll probably be up to date next week. I know you're on the road. It's hard for you to watch, but I can't wait. It actually should to- be easier. It's actually is, it definitely is easier. But I'm, oh. I'm I'm reading so many comics at the sure. moment. No, I get it. I'd love uh, to talk have, about it with you. This this the last year has been me absolutely realizing that I enjoy nothing else more. From a media point of view, than comic books. That's beautiful. I mean, you the comic industry is really happy. But uh, yeah, <laughs> for you. <laughs> but uh, uh, look, I'd love to watch about this little old medium television. Uh, if you watch Westworld, it'd be great. Yeah, on our. On, I'm into it. On the nineties, and for those who want, I'm so far from what I've seen. I'm uh, three episodes in. I'm really enjoying Westworld. Okay, I will catch up, brother, and we can uh, we can talk about it, and we'll do yeah. we'll do each episode each week. Yeah, I'm into it. Sound good? Yeah, loving it. You can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast, or send us an email to heyfampodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're like kind of having the best downloads that we've ever had <laughs> since yeah, let's uh, tell the last month. Uh, so, welcome to all new listeners. And, yeah, welcome uh, to our new. Thanks for getting on board. You know, if you go back and start from the start, there's probably not much point. Uh, <laughs> we we talk about we Entourage heaps. Yeah, we didn't know. We thought we it'd be were. really funny to. Because to, our, our theme song used to be the Entourage, Entourage theme yeah. song. But now it's really morphed into its own thing. And I think it's great. Like, I love that about us. Like, we've just kind of reacted to. Also, what for worked. anyone that hasn't listened to them, we, we, we hate Entourage. We've made fun of it. Oh, we don't week. like Entourage at all. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, like, I, you know what I think? I think the live show we did was like the death of that Hey Fam. Yeah, we actually did a live episode. If you haven't listened to it back, go find it. It's, Listen, really, funny. it's really funny. We, we, we funny. wrote our own Entourage script, which yeah. will probably never be finished never be finished maybe i don't know yeah but uh time will tell thanks so much for for listening and uh yeah and, and get in touch with listening. us we love hearing from you hey fan podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash hey fan podcast we love it we love you angus is online at jimmy changus always online love to be online and i'm at lev dog l-e-v-d-a-w-g instagram and twitter is where you can find us it's so um, good just want to give a little shout out i know you're going to hear the weird pre-recorded uh shout out for my other podcasts after this episode but uh the episode of serious issues that just went up this yes. week uh, was with uh, Nick Mason, aka Meso, from Big the Dick Weekly Meso. the Weekly Planet podcast, which um, some would describe HeyFam as the like really unprofessional drunk version, version of, of that podcast. You know, it's we the original. It's the original Anglo fuckboy Australian Anglo fuckboy pop yeah. culture podcast. It's hugely right. And we it's salute awesome. them. So uh, thanks so much, Meso, for being on that. If, yeah. if you, I'm, I know we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast in there, so uh, definitely go. If you ever listen to Serious Issues before, we listen. To, we review comics every single week. I dig that you're on it. Yeah, and uh, also make sure you check out our award-winning Facebook page, uh, hey, facebook.com oh. slash Real Egg Hours. Real Egg I boys. won't tell you who it's about. It's about probably Australia's most famous comedian, Dave Hughes. Thanks so much for listening, Hey Fam. Thanks, Hughesy, for keeping it up. Enjoy your morning. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. 
Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.